1: Yeah, that. What's happening with it? It's the boy Deuce11. I'm jumping off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards. Whoa. The city, we be whipping through it. The money, we be getting to it. All right,
2: so we got 211 jumping off the porch with us today. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, it feels good to be
1: down and around this thing, you know? Absolutely, man. What's happening with it? Nah, man. I feel like an honor to have you on here, yeah, man. man? You know, you we've know, been covering your career for so long, yeah, man. Yeah, so. yeah, man. It's like one of the first, um, one of the first that I ever dealt with, like personally, hands on. I ain't have to go to somebody else to go through somebody else. It was just real off top, and that's like what twelve years ago. Oh yeah, thirteen years ago. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's that real. You feel yeah. me? Nah, that's what's good, yeah. bro. So, what else you got shaking here in Atlanta, man? What else you been up to? Oh, man, you know, I've just been moving around, you know, um, just connecting back with, you know what I'm saying? Um, Just moving around. Just, you know, I ain't been in Atlanta in a few years. Okay. So, you know, I just need to start making sure I I, I tap back into my sources and, and, you know, hit these clubs and networking. That's That's about it, though.
2: Absolutely, yeah. How you like the vibes here, compared Man, I to back mi- at home I miss LA. Atlanta,
1: you know? Especially right now, you know, compared to the vibes, this is, this is a good getaway vacation, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's treacherous in, in my section right now, or in my city right now, so, you know? I pray that that, that get better, you know what I'm saying? But for now, yeah, I just gotta stay out the way, you feel me? Absolutely. Handle my business. Yep. So this is a good, you know, business trip, um, you know, also business and pleasure. You know, I got family here, my good people I've been dealing with for 15, 20 years. You know what I'm saying? We just, we just chilling.
2: Absolutely, I feel that, bro.
1: All right, so talk to us about Inglewood, man. What yeah. really goes on? I, I mean, think. it looked nice, you know? It looked nice, you know? But it, it, like I said, it get, it get real at times, especially in the summertime. In LA period, the this, this summertime, it get wicked, bro. And you know, I'd have made it through, shit, 25, 27 years. You know what I'm saying? I jumped off the porch 27 years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Into the shit head first. And, you know i i think you know it's just like i survived i was i wouldn't say lucky but i was i was smart enough to know when you know my right from wrongs so when to go and when not to go and you know i think i think shit atlanta like saved me in some ways you know i could have been dead or in jail if i had come down here and get on some rap shit and and get to you know what i'm saying moving around in the streets and different different parts of the A, so I, I, I moved down here four times, you know what I'm saying? Four different times? Four different times from 2005 to 2011, you know what I'm saying? So in them, in them four times, ain't no telling what could have happened to me in Inglewood, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, this, this saved me though, okay. you know what I mean? So um, yeah, but I, I'm born and raised. I love my city, my area. I just opened up a store um, on Centinella uh, called the Level Up Store, you know, tap into that uh we've been three years strong now, you know what i mean um i've been making real good progression in in the store i've been just stepping my shit up every chance I get, you know what i mean um yeah, so yeah, the level up store booming it's on sentinella next to the service spoon, which is like a a landmark to inglewood, you know they've been there forty years okay. so it's a breakfast brunch spot, you know what I mean um. Yeah, and that's what we are doing. Wow, that's a blessing right there. Yeah, right? super blessing right there, that's you sure. know. So when you first jumped off the porch, did you have much guidance out there at the time? Um, I had negative. Gu- I had guidance, but it wasn't like they weren't steering me to go get no job or no college degree or, you know what I mean, learn my taxes. It was like, you know, shit, man, go shoot, go go sell dope, you know, um, just politics, gang politics. That's what I grew up in. You know, obviously I had a choice to play basketball and go to school and all that, but I was just influenced, you know, to the streets and, and, you know, to the gang culture. I mean, that's culture in LA. Like you can't do no thug shit and no, maybe nowadays it's a different, it's a different day. But when I was growing up, you know what I'm saying? Mid nineties, early nineties, all that, it was like, you couldn't do no criminal activity. You couldn't even sell weed in the hood if you wasn't from a gang. You know what I mean? Cause we gonna come take that. Like, nah, you go over there and sell that. You know what I mean? Ain't no serving in the hood, and if you did, we'll let you serve in the hood, but you are gonna have to pay tax. You know what I mean? You don't want them problems, cause then me and my crew gonna pull up. We need woo woo woo. And there's other crews inside of one gang, and they all gonna come get they tax. You feel me? So eventually you gonna be like, man, fuck that. I ain't even, <laughs> you, ain't making you know no what I mean? Yeah, you ain't making no money. Cause the gang bangers just come taking all the money. So. Yeah, that's how, you know, and that's how I grew up, and you know, yeah, it's just politics.
2: Yeah. So now that you survived those
1: 27 yeah, years yeah. off the court, have you started
2: to embrace the role of being a positive role model for your community? Yeah, that's
1: what I've been on. I, I had to change the, um, you know, actually when I got my store, the police, the police was fucking with me so much, and one of the officers just sat down like, bro, like, like, chill out, because as, as they go in on me, I'm going in back. Like, man, I ain't got nothing. This is what I'm doing here. They go, man, if this is what you're doing here, all we know is that you're a gangbanger. We see the videos. This is what y'all do. Y'all showing y'all guns. Y'all showing y'all this and that, this and that. All we know is what we see on the Internet. He like, man, show us that you're a pillar to the community. Show us some positive things going on around here. Show us, you know mean, once you start showing up to the city council meetings and do some positive shit, because all we see is negative and we'll leave you the fuck alone. And I'm like, oh yeah. So I start throwing backpack giveaways and doing shit for the kids, and, and you know, really just showing a positive. You know, I'm, I'm I ain't gonna say I'm like mentoring the younger homies, but I'm showing them that how I survived. And you know what I'm saying? I'm showing them because I'm not bigger than the program. I can't tell the younger homies to stop doing shit. That's this should be going on way before me. This is. A, 50 year old, you feel me? Beefs and is bigger than me. You know what I mean? So all, all I could show you and tell you is to stay safe and dangerous and show you, you know what I'm saying, what's right from wrong. So as long as you know that, you know what you're doing. So, you know what I mean? I feel that. So that's all I could do, but, you know, it's just a different game, man. This internet is like, you know, it's it's good, but then they using it. You know, it's like a platform for good and bad. It's kind of fucked up, but it's good, but it's fucked up, you know what I mean? So yeah, because it used to be when you were in the
2: streets, you didn't even want to take photos me of anyone. anything. I just
1: started learning how to take pictures, you <laughs> feel me, like six, seven years ago, like, man, you know what I mean? But now it's everybody taking the pictures, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's just, it's, it's the norm now. So it, it, it's crazy. Yeah.
2: What do you feel like was one of the biggest mistakes you made in your life, uh, just while being out in the streets?
1: Um, I made a lot of mistakes. I can't just really pinpoint one of them, you know? Um, just in the streets, uh, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I don't have no shame and nothing I never did. I don't regret nothing. Like, you know, nothing major that I that I did. I felt like I, I felt like I, um, I checked everything off my list on some gangster shit, on some street shit, and I just never wanted no extra credit. So, you know, first off, you can't say nothing about me because I didn't did all that that's supposed to be done. On gangster shit or street shit or gang shit, and I did all that like you know what I mean I don't want no extra credit, so really, it's like you know what i mean it, it, it's tricky. I can't really say that I made no mistakes because all this street shit is a mistake, like we're supposed to be flying straight doing legal supposed to be know supposed to be legal shit, so I think the whole shit was a mistake, but I don't regret it, yeah. you know what I mean it is what it is, and i it made me who I am today, you know what I mean so I feel that. I could say career-wise, I know a few things that that I I, I should have done, and I and I regret that I wasn't consistent on certain shit. I re, um, you know, I look back on certain deals that I made, and and you know, what I'm saying endeavors that I was dealing with, and you know, a whole bunch of I shouldn't have did this, or I should have did this this way. But shit, after this, I can't really complain about anything. I made it this far. Like some people, some people can't even even some of the people that started rapping, they not. They not own Dirty Glove bashers doing an interview off the porch. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It, it's rough on a lot of them. That's 80% of them, we will never hear from them again, you know what I mean? So I stay consistent somewhat, but you know what I mean? I feel like enough is never enough, and I always could do better. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's just the type of shit that I'm on.
2: Real shit, yeah. So at what point did you start to take music serious and figure out, all right, this might be a way to get out of
1: the streets, too? Um, it was just levels to it you know what I mean of course when I met Jeezy it was like it's real but I didn't take it real until you know maybe two years after I was already oh wow you know quote unquote signed you know what I mean um and then I think when I came back out here that second time and I got re-signed and um and you know shit just got real because I was learning you know you can get money off of this and you know I just got to stay down and learn how to rap first I had to learn how to rap I had to learn the business I had to learn how to make projects and all that took years, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So the first two years I was I was partying and fucking bitches. You feel me? <laughs> and I had the juice out here. You know what I mean? I'm in every club, every shit in Buck, I'm in every club, you know what I mean? And I didn't even record first First year I was out here, man, I wasn't doing no recording. We in the club every night, I'm on tour, I'm knocking shit down, and I'm in dorms, I got keys to the every girl dorm and shit, like a, ring, a whole ring, like, you know, I'm gonna go to Spellman tonight, I'm gonna go to Whoopty Whoop tonight, I'm gonna end up here tonight. So for the first two years, that's what I was on, until like 2007, 2008, then I'm like, okay, it's getting real. You yeah. I dropped Product of the Block, and, and we did like 25,000 copies, you know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? And, um, it was like okay i'm a rapper rapper now (laughs) you know what i mean and then that brought me back out here made them niggas be like okay we want to resign you and then i got to learn how to rap all friendly competition being in there with slick puller jeezy boo uh j-dub at the time it was a couple other artists in there you know and um and we'll get in one room and i have it's like a competition a friendly competition though you know what i mean and i had to out rap everybody you know what i'm saying i had to rap out rap Pull it and all the try to, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Outwrap them and then I gotta compete with a nigga that's platinum too, you know what I mean? So it's like it made me step my game up, you know what I'm saying? And we did that I think two twice. We did that twice. And um and yeah, it just made me step my pen up. You know what I mean? I was on the niggas ass. <laughs> like in a <the> real way. <laughs> gotta be, man. Yeah, yeah, gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. How did uh, GZ dis- discover your music? Do you know if there was a certain song he had heard? Or um, did you run into him? Nah, I think he fucked with me on some gangster shit. Come to find out, it was never about no music. Really? You know what I mean? Um, Twin put me on, brought me in. They had some altercations, you know what I'm saying? And I stepped up. I showed up with, with all the bloods uh, about some Crip niggas fighting. And I think he, like, asked my boy Twin, like, um, well, how did them niggas show up for you like that? Them niggas is bloods. And he like, nigga, that's little bro. What you mean? He gonna go for me. And saying vice versa, you know what I'm saying? And he took a liking to me. I started coming down here, fucking around. And, and you know, um, I just fell in like that. You know what I mean? And I don't think it was never about no music because I didn't know how to rap. <laughs> you feel me? It was like on some gangster shit. I was a young nigga having some little change. I moved with 30, 40 bloods, you know what I'm saying? And I knew hella crib niggas. And I was just a nigga like that from L.A. You know what I'm saying, just moving like that. And when I came down here, I had resources, you know what I'm saying, and um, I was just able to stay and hang around and be around. And they eventually signed me. I eventually learned how to get on songs and just, you know, finesse my way into certain situations, you know, tours and some old shit, you know what I mean? And then it started getting real and real and real. And then I'm like, no, I'm finna rap rap. And I just had to finesse my way into certain situations. The whole time I was over there, that's what I did. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So would you say he
2: never really took you serious as a rapper
1: then? Or no, I don't think. I think at the end he had to because shit, he had to. Because it was like, nigga, I'm out here on some rap shit. Like, what's up, nigga? Like, what's up? Even that's how we even fell out over over some money, over me putting a project out. Like, nigga, what is we doing here, bro? Is we like, what the fuck going on over here is we getting some money can are we rappers or are we just niggas behind you making you look good you know what i'm saying which one is it you know what i'm saying and when niggas cease and desist 500 400 off me i was like fuck you nigga. you feel me and your record label you know what i'm saying i'm gonna go do my own shit because this is this ain't with all the family first and all the real nigga shit that you popping this ain't that bro so i did my own thing you know what i mean and it ain't just me you know, sounding bitter or or anything because of my situation. This is everybody's situation. I was in a situation with this nigga. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I did another interview and they were like, oh, you sound bitter or I'm a hater. I'm not, I ain't got nothing to hate about. It's like, nigga, fuck you. Nigga, I can't get, I can't get no money with you, fuck you. And them his words, you feel me? So, yeah, I took them words and was like, nigga, fuck you then. You feel me? That's how that went. You ever talk to him or run into him? I seen him at a Chris Brown video or of I thought it was problem video. And I kind of like apologized to problem and shit. He like, no nah, it was like E40 video or First Montana. I don't know. I showed up by myself. I was beefing with the whole city anyway, all the Black Wall Street niggas and everybody. And I showed up. everybody was there. And niggas, everybody bro me to death. Bro, bro, bro. Okay, that's not real. That's not no real fun. Woo, well, I already knew what I was coming for. You know what I'm saying? I seen him. What's up, nigga? He like, what's up, nigga? And and the homie scrap logo like, man, come on too, let's go outside. And man, fuck this rap shit. And then I'm like, okay, this ain't what it is. And I got on, you know what I mean? But you know, that's the type of nigga I am. Like if it's issues, if it's real funk, if it's real beef, I'ma show up and let's get this out the way. Like nigga gonna have to down me because I'm not finna walk around with no bullshit on my back or no smut on my back, period. I ain't gonna give a nigga no chance to say nothing bad about me. Like, let's get this out the way, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's not that, then it's not that. I'm cool, I don't, I don't, want, no, I don't want no smoke or nobody anyway, but i take it, you feel me? Yeah. So, yeah.
2: I feel that. So where did the problems with Black Wall Street come about? Was that just from um, the streets or
1: was that through the music? It was from some street shit, you know what I'm saying? It ain't had nothing to do with no music, you know what I'm saying? It was just some shit I was basically guilty by association, you know what I mean? And again, I'm just showing up um, just to see what it is. And it wasn't, it wasn't what I thought it was, so we left it at that. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: And you mentioned, like, you had a good relationship with these other artists on CTE, though, right? I still do.
1: Okay. Shit, me and Freddie Gibbs, that's like, that's my yeah. bro. You feel me? That's like one of my best friends. We, I'm at his house with his kids. He at my spots. We, he be in my hood hanging out like that's my dog. You feel me? Uh, Carbon 15, you know what I'm saying? Still to this day, he's doing the same thing today that he was doing when, you know, he basically my A&R. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? At CTE, he was busting all the moves for me. Um, even in the streets, though, like taking me over here to showing me the Summer Hill niggas. Then he'll turn around take me to um, Alley Boy and them, you know what I'm saying? I'll be in Edgewood and the projects, big chilling, you know what I'm saying? Um, take me to the Mac, and you know, I'm in Macon with all the Crips, with all the Crips, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so um, who else I still talk to? Um, yeah, Slick Puller, you know Have what you I'm saying? You talked to Slick since he yeah, came slick, home? Yeah, Slick Home, yeah, I, okay. I spoke with him a couple times. Um, who else I just spoke to? Um, I talked to Kink all the time. Kink did come into my hood and all that. You know what I mean? He'll pull up on me. So yeah, I'm I'm cool with everybody. Even all the all the all the all the gangsters that was hanging around, scrap low, bad at everybody. You feel me? All the Mack Town niggas I'm still cool with. You okay. know what I'm saying? Were
2: you and Gibbs on CT at the same time or did you know him before? We was you uh, I
1: that? knew him before that though. Okay. J Rock introduced me to Freddie. Okay. Um, j-rock and q from worldstar rest in peace they introduced me to him and um and shit we was cool so we was uh, probably on the same label like five months or something like that <laughs> That's it. i was damn near on my way out and, and that little record you didn't did, say nothing to him like eh. nah when he showed up on the bus i didn't even know that he was coming <laughs> like i didn't know what was going on we had we was in north carolina i remember this shit at ci you know what I mean? And he showed up on the bus with Carbon. I'm like, nigga, what you? They like, yeah, this Fred. I'm like, nigga, I know this nigga. What you mean? He's living in LA. They like, oh yeah, da da da. We already had song out and everything. You know what I'm saying? And um, even then, though, like they probably thought I was like on Freddie, but I wasn't mad at Freddie. I'm looking at Jeezy, like nigga, you got a whole other rapper over here. Nigga, you can't even figure out the motherfucking rappers you got, nigga. Like, what is what is we doing here, bro? And that pumped me up even more. They're like, nigga, I'm gone. Y'all niggas ain't y'all on some other shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. now Freddie, my dog though. I just put dropped a um, a project with him called Mastermind. Yeah, he was know? on like
2: every song. Yeah, wasn't he, he on every
1: song. You know what I mean? I couldn't really use him as a primary because he signed to Warner Brothers. So I just had to, you know, finesse and do what I do. You feel me? He's <laughs> streaming sure. up though. You feel me? Yeah. And that motherfucker hard too though. Now every listen, song, back yeah. to back to back, going now, up. You guys snapping? Yeah, on yeah. Scene. I got some new shit with him too. He on he on a new project I'm finna drop. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, steady Ooh. working.
2: What's the chemistry like when you two guys are cooking up together?
1: Um, I think maybe like one or two songs I probably just did where it was just in the studio with me or him. You know, I mean, with me and him. Okay. Most of the time, the songs that we get on, he'll be like, hey, bro, I got a song for you to get on. <laughs> da, da, da. Or he'll pull up, you know what I'm saying, in my section or, or my studio when I had a studio in the valley and shit. And he like, he'll be playing songs. he like, that's hard. I want to get on that. And you know me, I'm, hey, man, this turn that shit on for him right now. Everybody out the studio or whatever the vibe he need, let's get this shit done. And that's how really all the songs came about on there. It was like one song. Well, no, that's the new songs we got. That's just like we in the studio together and we just knocking shit down, you know what I'm saying? He just built something at the house, so we just be over there, big chilling and working and you know what I'm saying, like that. Yeah. And before Jeezy, you was with Suge, right? Yeah, yeah, I was with Suge. that's what kind of like, I wasn't no rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I was rapping for my neighborhood. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was with every, every nigga's a rapper. Every nigga in the ghetto is a rapper. Like I don't care if he don't rap, every nigga can rap. You feel me? Cause that, all they gonna do is talk about they hood and they homies, the same shit that the platinum rappers is mm-hmm. talking about. You know what I'm saying? It's just the rap patterns and the finesse and the consistency of you putting songs out and putting together a project and dropping it. Every nigga's a rapper. You know what I mean? So, When I was, I had um, moved to New York and I was working for Def Jam, but my next door neighbor was like a soon to be platinum producer. So he had a record deal. He had, he had all this shit, you know what I'm saying? And I was, I'll go to the studio with him and make, he'll make beats and, and I'll steal the beats and go make songs in the other studio. You know, he had like a big boy studio. They had a production deal. It was like downstairs from daddy's house. Um, you know, like a Midtown Puffy studio back okay. in the day, you know what I mean? So when I, I got fired from Def Jam and I had to come back to LA, right? I came back to LA with 10 songs, 11 <laughs> songs that I had wasn't no mix. It was on a dat. This is how oh, a long time ago <laughs> it was. This shit was on a dat player. So I had to figure out how to put these songs on a CD and me just being a hustler, I put these songs on a CD, went and shot a cover. You know what i'm saying so i took two pictures and put a track list in all i did was cop i remember i copied like a snoop Dogg album and i'm like okay front and back track list a little fake record label we made some shit up put Just a phone number a on name. the back i put a title on the front and we went to uh i forgot who we had print them up some people in the valley but they charged us like two dollars a record you know what i mean and that's with everything and i got like a thousand of those and i went to every swap meet I went to every swap meet, every park, every body hood that I could go to that I was accepted in, and I sell my shit until it was over with. So I made like four thousand dollars off of okay. a thousand CDs, right? And I had it popping in my hood, though. So my big homie Pee Wee, which he rests in peace right now, he knew Neckbone that used to be with uh, Shug and. One day he called me, by then I'm like, man, fuck this rap shit, I ain't making no money. I'm in Vegas getting money now, This like two years later, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he called me like, yeah, man, um, I just talked to Neckbone, he told Suge, and we told Suge that um, we got a hot young homie from the hood, woo, 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 I'm like, yeah, whatever. You give a fuck about that shit, I'm getting it in Vegas, right? So one day we're in the palms and, um, and uh, they like, yeah, Suge at the crazy horse. I'm like, all right, I don't say nothing to nobody. When I walk in, the homies go in that way, I walk straight to Suge and them. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm 211. I'm from NHP Inglewood, da, 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 da. He like, I'm like, yeah, man. My big homie said neck bony. Like, yeah, neck bone right here. He big old black ass nigga, turn around. Like, oh, that's you. Yeah, whisper something to Suge. Suge, like, oh, nigga, you with us? Bottles <laughs> and everything. Like I got my little partners over there looking. Like, how the f*** you even telling you knew Suge? Like, I don't know Suge. You feel me? I know him now. And then after that. Shit, me and Suge was like this. Mm. I'd be with him feeling like Tupac. I'm in the <laughs> shotgun in the, in the red Bentley with the top off, you feel me? We sliding around in Bentley's, the F-150 Harley Davidson's, you know what I'm saying? And, and then he start putting me in big boy studios. Like, I got songs with Tupac and everything. Like- You I have never, songs yes, with Tupac? Yes, bro, swear to God, I had like two songs with Tupac. Oh
0: shit. And
1: I never heard him after the studio, you know what I'm saying? But they used to have these, this guy that had the hard drive, I forgot what this nigga name is. And when Suge leave, he was in charge of the music. But a hard drive. So he'll, man, save this, da da da, and he'll leave with the hard drives. But yeah, I had like two songs with Tupac That's that wild. nobody never heard. I never heard them or nothing besides <laughs> that night when I recorded them. And, but, but when I got with Suge, I think I was with him for a summer. That's it. And um, a little longer than that maybe. Yeah, it was a little longer than the summer, a little less than a year, but on, on rap shit though. You know mm. what I'm saying? And then after that, I, I remember he had got shot. And when he got shot, he like disappeared. And with that time of disappearing, I start coming down here, fucking around more. You know what I'm saying? And then that's how I end up getting with Jeezy. You know what okay. I'm saying? And then, um, and then sure I remember one magic show in Vegas. Shug reappeared out of nowhere, and then we was coming out the Caesars. We see Shug and Big U and them. This is when Big U first get out. You know what I mean? And they all had like a little powwow talk, real quick, in the middle of the Caesars. Everybody watching and shit. I'm like, oh, well, this shit is real. You feel me? And Shug like, yeah. Stopped everything, yeah. This is my young homie right here. Make sure you take care of him. Mm -hmm. easy like, yeah, all right, he with me. You feel me? Oh, it's on. I'm a rapper now. You know what (laughs) I mean? I came back to Atlanta and I got a chain and all that. You know what I mean? Signed the paperwork. They threw a party over here on Peter Street and and shit. It went up from there. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah. What was Shook really like, man? Because you know, all we hear about these stories, they have just intimidating intimidating
1: folks. That nigga, the coolest nigga. He the coolest nigga I ever met. That was like, I mean, that nigga cool. I re- so I got homies, right? I got homies that. So as I'm in Atlanta, right? Niggas are running to Suge. My homies are running to Suge at the gas station and be like, yeah, what's up? I'm, I'm 211, homie. Like, like yeah, he say y'all, y'all cool like that. And, and, and niggas and told me Suge like, oh yeah, psh. you know, y'all, what y'all finna do? Y'all with us? We finna go to the club. Come on, type shit. I'm like that's the kind of nigga he is. I think he got the bad rep just because of the crowd. You feel me? But he like an influencer though. Like, I didn't watch him lean into some niggas and be like, "Yeah, we don't fuck with them type of niggas." Turn his back and walk off, and the nigga will be like, "Oh yeah, oh for sure." <laughs> Boom. But he ain't tell niggas to do that. It's yeah. just that's uh, the kind of shit he is. I mean, that's the kind of shit that go on. You know what I mean? Niggas wanna same groupy shit that happens today, though. Nigga, anybody could come around. Nigga, we got the bag, and it's gonna be like. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do some shit and nigga don't even tell him to do it. And y'all you're gonna go do it anyway just to try to get in cool with the crowd. Like mm-hmm. it's it's crazy like that, you know what I mean? But I think it was the I think he got the bad name just off of the off of the company he kept. And I went through the same thing just on a lower scale. Like I got banned from Hollywood twice. Like literally don't let don't let 211 or his homies in the club. Like they can't come on this property because when I was when I first came back from Atlanta, I'm showing up like I'm Jeezy. I'm showing up with all the bloods. Niggas is getting beat up in the parking lot, slapping valet drivers, beating up the bouncers, all that. And if we do get inside the club, niggas is cracking niggas over the head with bottles, beating, slapping bitches up. And it got rough to where it's like two of them. And I wasn't doing shit. I'm in the back with the glasses on, my chain on like a rapper. But it'd be homies or, you feel me, the crowd I kept fucking shit up, it was not never me. I mean, I didn't, I didn't have my fair share of being responsible for certain things, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say I was a, just an angel like that, but it'd be the company, you know what I'm saying? And I got banned twice over God this damn. shit. I'm just now getting good back in the, <laughs> in the clubs and shit, you know what I'm saying? But I had to, I had to cut my crowd down to where we just sliding, me My manager and a nigga that's gonna fight or shoot. You know what I mean? Cause shit, LA get wicked. You think Hollywood, Hollywood niggas get killed in Hollywood? You feel me? Beat up for sure, beat up. But it goes down in Hollywood, in them clubs and all that shit. So you you gotta be on your shit. You know what I'm saying? So I think when I tried to make that transition, I think that was the part I was worried about. Like man, it's just we just 3D. Like you know what I mean? But the love I get from both sides is it just so real nowadays. Like from niggas, so called enemies. I'd be the coolest with. Like, niggas is cool. Like, but I've just been around so long. So even if I know niggas I was beefing with 20 years ago, it, it'd be like, bro, you done made it this long. What's up, my nigga? Yeah, you good? Okay, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. And we go our ways. Yeah. And now that's how I beat with me in the city. You feel me? And even my homies be like, damn, them niggas, hey, fuck with you over there. I'm like, yeah, right. you know, it is what it is. For sure, yeah.
2: How far back does your relationship with iceberg Burgundy go? shit
1: man i raised burgundy <laughs> i taught that nigga how to rap and everything man that nigga did not want to rap i brought burger i made i put burgundy on the set like you know what i mean i ain't put him on but i brought him to the set like you know what i'm saying when he was like 16 like mind you burgundy's a project kid he grew up in my hood on the block like you know what i'm saying like he he was a project baby he was a beach and high park and beach baby you know what i'm saying but it's just like, you know, you could you could be that, but you're not going to come in the, it's certain people that just come in the backyard with us or come to the back of the park. You know what I'm saying? So when he got up age, 16, I think he was, and uh, he was 16 or 17. And, and I remember one day um, I pull up to Westchester High School. I'm just going there to fuck with some bitches. I had a car already. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, nigga, we fuck. You going to school, bro? Fuck school, nigga. Come on, we finna go to the set. He like, oh yeah, well I'm with you then. And I brought him to the set, and I mean, it ain't like I brought him to some shit he ain't never seen before. Like you grew up here, you know what I'm saying? But man, fuck school, nigga. We finna go gang bang, you know what I'm saying? And, and that, I remember from that day, that nigga like never looked back. But that's been my my little bro. Like, I mean, even now, I ain't even now, I'm like two, three years older than him. But you know, back then, them is them is big years. Yeah, it's a big gap, so, Yeah. Just with burgundy, yeah. That's a been bro. You know what I'm saying? Was he rapping back then? Nah, hell, we what? None of us rapping. Like I started, and then he would be with me every day. So he was actually just like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm the rapper, and then he the nigga. He gon', you feel me? He was just my nigga. You know what I'm saying? He was like, it was like basically I'm like Cameron, and he Jim Jones. You know what I'm saying? So eventually, he start rapping, but it was like I had to make that nigga rap. But I never seen him write. maybe the first day, I probably seen him write something on a paper. After that, I'm like, bro, rap, come on, write that shit, write that shit. He like, nah, I don't need to. I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? He'd <laughs> just be free. And he would go in there and <laughs> pff, won't write nothing from, from like day one, bro. I always admired him about that shit. It's like, I can't do that. I can't do that for shit, bro i be having too much. Revolt is building the largest platform for black creators globally.
0: Become a member of our network at revoltcreators.com. The, the future is, is ours to create.
1: create. I got ADD or something because after four <laughs> bars, it's like, I'll oh, forget that. I got to write that shit down or something like that. You feel me? But he had that shit good even when he wasn't a rapper. He was like, he had th- we used to call that nigga the iPod, though, because he could remember any song he listened to that shit once and say the whole fucking song huh. word for word. You know what I mean? But yeah that's bro
2: were you with CTE when he uh was with Walker
1: yeah yeah and that was was, that weird at all it was weird but it was cool though (laughs) because I knew ain't finna nothing finna pop off so I could walk with my chest out yeah what's up Walker blood hey come here blood and he could come around Jeezy and them and it'd be I remember um 2011 (laughs) 2011 right we in the we uh we in the club we in a we in a uh I forgot what fucking club that was and uh, I had niggas go outside, bring burgundy in. So he come in with the, with the green bird chain, right? And pop, I'm like, damn, so when he coming, in, I'm like, damn, bro, I ain't wear that fucking chain. You feel me? But fuck it. Like, nigga, power rule. Like, nigga, fuck this rap shit. So he pop up right behind me, chain just banging, banging in my head, hitting Jeezy in his head, hitting <laughs> Clem in his head. And, and we left, right? So I'm like, fuck it, that's the homie. They know burgundy, though. You feel me? So when they leave, we in the car service. And uh, Clem, like, uh. Uh, Clem said, yeah, yeah, he started laughing. I said, what happened? He said, he said, uh, he said, yeah, man, Jeezy said we got to get you a bigger chain. <laughs> 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 I'm crying laughing. I'm like, why you say that? He's like, yeah, man, and they, no, that's how it started. He said, yeah, man, uh, the burgundy, just, he just, he said, burgundy just hitting, um, hitting me and dog in the head with the chain and shit. Because you know, you niggas be standing on the couches and you, you know, your shit just be dangling like that. He like, bow, 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 <laughs> right? So I'm like, we laughing about that shit. He said, yeah, man, dog said, we got to get you a bigger chain. <laughs> I'm like, you niggas is dumb. But yeah, that's how I was. Like, I knew nothing. Like, but when I first met, when okay, when Burgundy first got over there, right? I'm like, damn, this shit awkward, bro. Like, this is my best friend. He hanging with Waka. I don't really, I never met Waka. I don't know. Mind you, this is not my beef, bro. I don't have yeah. nothing, I'm from, I'm from neighborhood Pyro Inglewood. I Did don't... you feel like you had to pick a side though, or? It was already picked, you <laughs> feel me? Like, these niggas got beef beef. I'm just like, man, I, this is not, I'm from 3,000 miles away, this don't have nothing to do with me, but the type of nigga I am, I'm a slide for, even if me and dude ain't seeing eye to eye, or I don't fuck with nobody in this clique, this is what I'm representing, so I'm gonna have to stand on what I'm representing, I mean, how I look. So I remember the first time I met Walker was um, Hootie Burgundy, the homie b Root. They was shooting uh, Hard in the Paint video. Okay. You know what I mean? So I, I, never, I didn't know who Walker was, but I was starting to know who he was because his shit popping out here. You know what I'm saying? And then this is kind of after him and Slick Puller had a little incident. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm figuring out what's what. So now I'm in L.A., and the homies is called Burgundy, Hootie, all the, yeah, man, come on, come over here. I'm like, bro, what you mean, come over there? Like, nigga, I had a CTE chain on and all that. They like, bro, you from Piru. I'm like, you right, nigga, I'm from Piru. I'm finna pull up, right? So I pull up, and when I walk in, it's just like, like, this really don't have nothing to do with. No homies, no nothing. It's like, I gotta holler at Walker first, you know what I'm saying, before we can do any kind of hanging or frat dies, and I just gotta see what type of time he on. And when I walk in, I dap everybody up, I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm 211, I'm see, C- I got a big-ass CTE chain on, but, like, nigga, I'm from Piru, like, let's, let's holler real quick. And you know, so, man, shit, he got up, and we went to the corner, and basically, I'm just like, you know, I am who I am, I like what you're doing with the homies. You know what i'm saying let me know what it what time it is let me know what it is because if it's if it's fault then like we ain't got nothing to do but to get it over but if it's not and it's all boo, i'm i'm straight I, I fuck with your shit i i like what you're doing with the homies and the way you came to la rappers don't come to la like this mm-hmm. And for you to come and nigga, you come into the sections before you even go to do any Hollywood shit. You going to the jungles, you going to Elm Street, you in the West Side Power Road, and you got active. You got my friends with you though. So what can I really say? You feel me? It's like, what can I possibly do and be like mad over some other Atlanta shit? Like, nah. So, and we had a cold conversation for like five ten minutes, and then we, nigga, we connected peace and all that. And nigga, I just, matter of fact, I just seen Walking the Magic Show like two days ago, three days ago. He's in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Every and this was this 2011, 2010, matter of fact. And every time I see him, it be the same. That nigga don't act funny. That nigga, he be the same nigga. You feel me? And I respect that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I fuck with Walker. Shout out to Walker, though. You know what I mean? No, that's solid, right But there. it was always good. It was like, it was, I had I had like two plugs over there, so it would never. I remember one night we was in Hot Beats and we were recording the CT of for Life or some shit like that and Waka and French and all them niggas come in, they in the B room next to us. Really? So I'm purposely walking outside to, you know, cause we already chopped it up. I'm, I'm straight, but I, I like to be seen, you feel me? And if it's, let's get it out the way. Plus I want to see what Jeezy and them gonna do. Cause I've been hearing a lot of talking <laughs> and no action, bro. You feel me? Ain't nobody doing nothing about, the only, the only nigga I seen get, get popping is Slick Puller. You feel me? And it's just a whole bunch of rapping going on around this motherfucker. What we gonna do? And you know what I'm saying? So I am remember Hot Beats, it was gonna go up, and, and you know, purposely going outside, smoking cigarettes, smoking weed, just to see niggas. Oh, waka, what's up, blood? Whoa, 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 looking to see what Jeezy gonna say, and nothing never happened. You know, we go to what's the shit they tore down? Uh, East, um, what's that shit called? The the club, um, one of these clubs, man. We see them niggas in there, and I don't know if, if we're gonna turn up. I want, I want to see some action, bro. It was just never no action. So did gz ever say anything to you, like, why are you hanging out with them, or? what wasn't nothing he could say. This is my nigga and my nigga over there. He did ask me one time. I'm like, shit, he doing? What he he trying to? Nigga, he trying to get his star, and his rapper shit on. Like you ain't putting niggas on. You feel me? You could have dropped a bag and niggas wouldn't even went that way. You feel me? A bag, bag, like nigga. You could have dropped a quick fifty piece of hundred, like nigga. Get everybody straight. And niggas wouldn't be overlooking f- they, for their own lane and their own pipeline and end up going to your oppositions, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. nigga wouldn't have been like that if niggas was, you know what I'm saying? And what can I possibly say? No, nah, Bernie, don't, don't go over there, don't do that. i will be a hater. Hell no, nah, nigga. And I'm going to come over there with you, <laughs> you feel me? With my CTE chain on it. And, and they ain't going to say nothing. And these niggas ain't going to say it. It is what, I mean, shit. Because me and him deeper than this. We don't give a fuck about no rap shit. Like... Ain't no rap shit finna, finna um, break our bond, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. No, I, I even that. sat and talked to Gucci with a yeah. chain on and all that. And, and you know, and shit. Gucci, what was that conversation like? I thought it was going to be something, but it wasn't. <laughs> Feel me? I'm like, damn, actually that nigga was a cool ass nigga. Like, hey, bro, um, yeah, he told me, he told me tell my man get some money. And he like, man, take my number. If you wanna get some money, fuck with me. I said, oh shit, (laughs) he was trying to recruit you. Nah, he was just saying, like, nigga, if we wanna do anything, he like the door open. And I had to call back, like, damn, bro, I ran into Gucci last night. What happened? What happened? Nigga ain't nothing happened. That nigga told me, let's get some money. (laughs) You feel me? And niggas was, I don't know. Nigga felt some type of way. But yeah, like. I seen Gucci a couple times, you know what I'm saying? With the, he had the same energy, cool ass nigga, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right. But mind you, this is not my beef. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna stand on, for my, you know, if my, I say these my niggas, then I'm gonna stand on that, you know what I mean? So obviously something that nigga couldn't stand on, because that versus, phew, yeah, True. that's out. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a title picked out for the next project? Um, I had um i had a couple of them you know i don't want to drop i want to drop that chat, but i got more music than titles right now so okay right now i'm just dropping um videos singles and videos you know what i'm saying and um yeah i just been working man i'm trying to stay consistent i was going for every week of the summer i just had stopped because i had i had a lot of store shit i had going on and i had I just um created a a water also, so I got a water company I just opened. Oh, that's big. a partner of mine, it's called Visionary Water. You know what I mean? Along with my Visionary clothing line, I'm just trying to stamp that brand, you know? Um, Yeah. So what inspired you to go ahead and open that store? Uh, Actually, my my little bro, Sean Mack, rest in peace. I remember before he passed, um, he was in the hood one day arguing with some homies and shit. When and picked him up and we riding to Hollywood finna go to the studio and shit. And he'd he get off of them and he'd get on me. Like, nigga, why niggas got So Way Out stores, Marathon stores, Trap Kitchens, and all these business. Why, why, he like, and you the oldest one? Nigga, you supposed to be orchestrating this shit? Move. I'm like, nigga, you don't know. This shit take a lot of money, nigga, and a lot of time. And I'm giving excuses, though. he steady on me. Ah, nigga. So, man, we get to the shit and and, and I, I forget about it. And then when he passed, it was like, damn, that nigga really, like, he really checked me about that. A young homie, like, checked me about why I ain't on top of my leadership and why I ain't doing no, why I ain't doing something. You feel me? like? And um, so I actually started looking around, like, at certain spots. And I, I started with just merch, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I had album merch, you know what I'm saying? Just, with, like, with the name of the albums on it or the project and hats and a jersey, you know what I mean? So um, I'm selling them out my trunk until I found a space in it and I got blessed with the opportunity to move in this spot. In my section, in the Poppinist parking lot in Inglewood. In really probably on the west side of town, you know what I'm saying? Besides, as you go north, but in the section of the ghetto of niggas' hoods, this is the Poppinist parking lot, you feel me? And um, neutral also, neutral. Um, everybody from everywhere go there, out-of-towners go there, uh, churchgoers, you know of all ages people of all ages go there so it's like that popular and i i had um the opportunity just to get in there and i had to build as i go though it wasn't like i jumped in there and it was all extravagant i had to build while my door was open i had to learn while my door was open learn as i go Mm -hmm. i couldn't lose nothing you know what i'm saying like what can i lose so i just i just built from there and now it's like I basically got the hottest shit in LA. Like there nobody's fucking with me. Even the, the mall barely fucking with me. They probably watching me, watching my moves and watching my brands and what I got in there and watching how I'm doing shit, you know what I'm saying? But I, not even to toot my own horn, but I got the hottest store in LA. Like nobody fucking with me right now. Even the motherfuckers in the mall, ain't. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's major And I'm a right one man army, I'm doing all this by myself. I don't have no team and no investors, no none of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just busting down every day on top of shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's a blessing. For sure. What
2: else you working on, Deuce? What else coming up for you, man?
1: Um, I got my hands full right now. I'm just trying to um, step this water up, keep this um, store. Um, um, I'm about to start my remodeling, you know, just to step it up another notch and then back in recording. As soon as I get back from this, um, probably going to go to I'm gonna book out a whole week, a studio, and then after that, I'm gonna just end up at Freddie House, at his studio, record. He's gonna have to kick me out of this motherfucking house, because I'm <laughs> finna be in there like Kanye at the Ben's, at the Ben's um, arena and shit, and make me a little hut in the cut. Like, yeah, <laughs> niggas gonna have to kick me out this motherfucker, because I'm recording, you feel me? So I'm just, I'm just working, man, I'm just working. Every day gotta be productive. Every, Everything, everything I do gotta be, yeah, gotta be productive. I gotta stay working. And I ain't got no time for no bullshit, you feel me? For show. You got shout-outs you want to give before we wrap it up? Man, shout-out to Dirty Glove Bastards, man. They've been going strong like 15 years, you know what I'm saying? We've been rocking for like 15 years, 13 years, Absolutely. something like this. Off the porch, the hottest shit, you know what I'm saying? We just around the corner on the, on the West End in the trap. They like, yeah, man, y'all finna go over there. Them niggas booming. They, they going. Yeah, so, yeah, man, shout-out to y'all. Shout-out to everybody watching. You know what I'm saying? I tap in with the boy Duce Eleven, you know what I'm saying? The Level Up store, pull up there when y'all come to uh, L.A. You know, I'm five minutes away from the, um, from the airport, you know what I'm saying? The Level Up store, be on the lookout for, for uh, new videos, new singles dropping. Uh, Mastermind out right now. Um, yeah. My, my latest album, Mastermind, that shit out right now. Go stream him up. You know what I'm saying? Fuck with me. The city, we be whipping through it. Stop. Money we be getting to it
0: The shit ain't really shit to do it What's up everybody? Everybody. I'm your host Dr. Shonda. And Chanel. And we're here from the The Double Double Dose Dose Podcast. Podcast. We are one set of twins with two different perspectives. We both have faced many challenges in career, life, and relationships. And we are transparent about how we've relied on our faith to overcome them. If you want to hear us discuss current events, pop culture, and relationships, and everything else in between, tune in to to the Double Dose Dose Podcast. Podcast. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network. Angered in hip-hop, powered by by creators.